Yes, yes, party people, how is it going? Welcome back to another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. I'm trying to hold back a sneeze here. Oh, I should have waited. I think we're good. I think we're good. <clears throat> How's everyone doing? Ah, oh, you know what is a real ball ache? Is that I recorded this podcast yesterday, talked a load of jargon, had a few good good things to say. A good 29 minutes, I remember commending myself, and for some reason the mic did not work, and I've got anxiety that I'm going to record this again, talk for another 25-30 minutes, and it's not going to work. I've done a few tests, I did the old uh, testing, one, two, one, one, two, 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 one, 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 two. If anyone's been to a, a DJ set or to anything before that, when they're setting up, that's what they do. I don't know what it's testing, but I just did that. Hopefully it is going to mean that I can uh, record this and talk a lot of jargon. What I did yesterday as well, oh, it's so annoying. Yesterday I just I thought of a few points in the day because because um, as you can see this is this is the first time I've done two podcasts in two consecutive weeks and I was very proud of myself. But I I admitted to you that um, I don't have a. I don't have tons of new questions from, from clients because obviously it's only been a week and I, and I picked a few points that um, that I thought would, would, would be uh, interesting. Hold on, I'm going to blow my nose. I've never done this. I'm going to press pause. And we're back in the room. I really hope this is working. God, I'm taking a lot of risks with this with this podcast. I just needed to blow my nose because I didn't want to sniffle the whole time. Um, yeah, don't have tons of questions, because obviously it's only been a week. Nothing exhilarating has happened in my last working week, if I'm honest. But uh, I still want to get a podcast every week, because I don't know if anyone follows me on social media, but I got a thousand downloads. It's not a big deal whatsoever. Excuse me, just having a slurp of coffee. Um, thousand podcast downloads. I'm big time now. I'm mega big time. Uh, but no... They get kind of 50 hits and I get people messaging me. Some, some Two people messaged me in the last week saying that they enjoyed listening to me. So I'm going to try and commit to get more more time out because I do like writing. I do like writing Facebook posts. I do like writing blogs. But there's someone, something different with, uh, with uh, listening to my voice. Listening to my voice and hearing my knowledge from my mouth. So that's what I'm going to try and do. So... Yeah, as I said before, I put myself on the spot yesterday. I'm really proud that I could think of these these examples on the spot. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie and say I did mention them yesterday, so they're kind of fresh in my head. So it's not as entertaining, but I'll just I'll just carry on with the same topics and see where it goes. So one of the topics was mentioning some office hacks, something that you guys can do who are in the office. Um, it's where you spend most of your life, at least ten hours a day outside of your home. Most of your most of your most of your awake time is going to be in the office of your whole life, whether you want to admit it or not, it is. Uh, and then, oh, I'm sniffing again, fuck's sake. Um, I'm going to give you a few hacks, a few hacks to stay on track with your training. Because I'd had office jobs, I did a, a gap year, my gap year. Had a gap year, had a desk job, and then um, had a couple of internships, and I actually worked in recruitment for four or five months. So I've had a desk job for a total of about two years, and I've been there, boys and girls, I know the pains. I know it's hard, but uh, this is why I can give you some good examples. So office hack number one is going to be having healthy food at your desk. I did this before. I had a, bo I had a box of porridge, Quaker Oats porridge, and a, a pack of bananas. So I had a healthy breakfast 
every time when I was there. Um, I have a friend who actually messaged me on my last podcast, so hopefully he's going to listen to this. He tells me his breakfast is something from the Sainsbury's Bakery and a, and, a, and a latte or something every morning, which is terrible food. You're going to have a little spike and you're going to be hungry and knackered by 10 o'clock. Um, so having something in your desk is a really good example. And it doesn't have to be breakfast food. It can be snacks. You can have more fruit in there. You can have health bars. You can have rice cakes. Because when Sally's birthday cake comes around, I mean, yeah, you can have it. But but if you see there's half a cake left and it's a, it's late on a Tuesday and you've already boshed out loads of work, if you've got some rice cakes or some apples or something in your in your drawer, it's going to stop you from grabbing those bickies. We love them bickies. Um and it's going to stop you doing that. So having some snacks in the, not snacks, some healthy food in your desk that's accessible is going to stop you snacking. Office hack number two, I mentioned yesterday. Oh, I really gutted that it didn't work yesterday because I actually thought them on the spot. Whereas now I'm just regurgitating it. Uh, office hack number two, um, get your workout done in the morning. Yes, you might be at your desk at eight o'clock and it means you have to get up at six instead of seven, but get the workout done in the morning. It, it, when I was in the office job, it was, it was really a, a, a killer. Sorry, the kicker from actually getting the workout done. You might be a bit tired. You might not be lifting as much weight, but to, to, believe me, it's so much better getting it done in the morning rather than when you're at work. Uh, because you never know if you have that client meeting, you never know if you're working late, you might have a shitter day, something might happen at home with the kids. So just get up early and get that workout done uh, before. E even like a 30 minute blaster, 30, 40 minutes is better than sort of waiting for the afternoon and then it may never come. So, uh, oh God, I'm fucking yawning. Why do I always yawn when I'm doing these podcasts? The same friend told me that I kept yawning. So hopefully you're going to tell me off again, mate. Uh, anyway, where was I? Yeah, workout done in the morning. You never know. You might have that client come in. Hey, mate, you want to go for a beer? Whatever. Oh, no, I'm going to the gym. That's not going to get you a fucking bonus at the end of the quarter, is it? So, um, so yeah, get your workout done in the morning is another office hack. Uh, another office hack, not really a hack, but just something you should be doing, is staying moving and active during the day. Obviously, when you, as soon as you get in the office, you're probably sat all day. You might walk to get a coffee, but you're literally not moving much of the whole day. And obviously, when I was working before, I just wanted to nip down to the shops and get get a quick meal deal. That was literally a lift. I'd walk 100 meters, get a meal deal, come back upstairs. Um, whereas you should use that hour. Go for a walk. Find a, find a shop that's far away and walk to, a, walk to it and have it. Make sure you're outside. It's good for your mental well-being and, and stress reliever as well to be outside, outside the office. Um, it is hard. It can be daunting getting stuck in your in your desk, and uh, yeah, if you're getting your getting your steps in, bro, people are obsessed with getting the steps in. It, it, it does help actually, getting your steps in. Um, I don't think you need to to count them specifically unless you're a real logical analytical type person. But uh, yeah, getting your steps in is important, and using a lunch break to do that, or if you've got a catch up call with a client, or if you've got a call that's not super business orientated. Go outside and do it on a walk. If, if it's going to be 20, 30 minutes, um, take, take, your, take your coffee just like I'm about to drink now. Ah, I fucking love coffee. Decaf coffee for me. Um, yeah, if you're going to have a long catch up with someone who, who you know quite well, take it outside. Go for a walk. Um, it's, all, it's all time active rather than sitting at your desk. Your hips are getting tight. Your neck's getting tight. You're going to get a bad back. I think this sitting culture is really bad for humanity. Um, if anyone's been to Asia, they know that people will literally squat down and put their plates on the floor and just eat on the floor. 
and often in the, those countries they still have like hole in the floor toilets which to us seems weird and seems barbaric and oh how can you do that but that is how you are meant to shit you are meant to squat all the way down everyone should be able to squat all the way down and hold it there um that's how you shit there's actually i'd forgot it this is going to be pretty pretty gross in depth now there's actually a basically like a cap over your sphincter which unless your knees are up to your chest, that little cap is not pulled out of the way. And uh, you get, you, 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 you crap just basically slides out if you do that. Here's a little trick. This is going to get quite intimate now. Next time you are having a dump, try and pick your feet up on, on the, not on the inside of the bowl, but on the inside of the, on the frame of the toilet. And it will bring your knees up and your, your, your shit should just fly out. Look at that. I'm giving people shit advice. I'm giving people advice on their shitting on my podcast. That is unique, guys. God, I should be famous after doing this kind of crap. Anyway, so what is that? That's three office hacks. I think that's all I said yesterday. Let's move on. Next one, late night snacking. We all do it. Uh, me and my missus are coaches and we were both personal trainers a year ago last year. We both do it. If When you're watching TV, when you're watching your favorite show, Peaky Blinders or, or Power, whatever shit you're watching, um, you snack. But the, the, the real reason is you are bored while you're doing it and you want to fidget and you want to keep your hands and your mouth working. Um, so it's normal to want to crave it and it's normal to crave sugar at that time of night. Um, but here's a few tricks for you if you want to get over that. Number one, again, a bit boring, but eating, you can still have some food, but have raw vegetables. So by that, I mean some carrots, some celery, some cucumber, some sliced tomato, whatever you fancy, because that stuff is a lot lower calorie. It's not going to be the same as a chocolate bar. No, it's not going to be the same as crunching on some crisps, but it means that you can still get that, that nibbling sensation, 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 whilst uh, you're watching your favorite show. So you can have your late night snack, but you can uh, swap it for some healthy vegetables. Same with raw meats. Not raw meats, cold meats. You can have a selection of cold meats. Um, a bit less calories and a bit bit better for you, or less calories if it's lean, and a bit better for you than, than the old chalky bar. Another thing I did, which is pretty pretty hardcore, um, which is not a snack, but chewing chewing gum. Again, helps keep your mouth busy. I chewed chewing gum as a snack when I was competing for a strongman. Uh, whenever I'd try and cut weight, I was just starving all the time. And I would, uh, I would, uh, what's the word? distracted now distracted by myself playing with this cord uh, I would chew chewing gum instead of eating because it keeps your mouth busy another gross thing I would do and a tactic which is really extreme to when I was trying to cut weight for a weigh-in I'd, I'd, I'd chew chewing gum because obviously it creates saliva in your mouth and then I would swallow that saliva and then I would pee out that water so it was a good way of dehydrating myself it is really weird and gross wow I'm getting on some weird topics today I'm talking about poo and talking about saliva and pissing it out anyway that's me. That's what, that's what you get when you click on my shows. Who really knows what I'm going to talk about? Uh, what else? Late night snacking. Late night snacking. What else can you do there? Um, not much. I can't remember what else I said yesterday. Yeah, just you can have the snacks. Just make it a healthy snack. And you can... Uh, or you can chew some chewing gum. How entertaining. Uh, next topic was the keto diet. Fucking hell. This is on every show and magazine and all that shit. Yes, yes, keto works scientifically. Does it work for the average Joe person? 
especially not for the average sportsman. If you're listening to this, you're probably a rugby player or you've played rugby or you just bloody love me. Um, and you want you have a competitive contact sport every weekend. Uh, and if you're in ketosis and have no carbs in your body, you're going to have no energy and you're going to get injured and you're going to be further away from your goals and you're going to be more depressed and you're going to put on more weight. And it is something I definitely would advise not to do. This low-carb diet that, that actors and people ramble on about, it is not for people who play sports. Um, if you're an average, not average, but if you, if you are not active and you are overweight, a quick thing to do is to cut out carbs uh, because that will get you some quick initial gain, uh, but not if you are a sportsman. It doesn't even matter that it's contact sport. If you play football or if you play... God, I don't even know. Swimming. Play swimming. If you swim, if you're a swimmer, um, you need to be fully fueled. And um, doing it, doing it uh, carbless is just a silly idea. Not very useful at all. Um, so yeah, keto. A lot of people who, who, who say they're in keto, they might have low carb Monday to Friday, but the first pint or glass of wine they have just absolutely ruins it. I think you have to be in ketosis for like two or three weeks for it to... Uh, for it to work and actually i bet no one actually measures themselves if they're actually in ketosis the only way to measure it is to uh i'm going to close my blind it's warm again it's warm again this hungarian sun uh to be in ketosis to measure it you have to get a little stick and you have to pee on it i think um and if that if the stick goes a certain color it means you are in ketosis but i mean who the oh god it's so restrictive you need to have less than like 10 or 15 grams of carbs a day which is like literally you can't even have a plate of broccoli. It is so restrictive. Um, it is craziness. But yeah, definitely would not advise it if you're an active rugby player. Definitely would not advise it if you're taking on an exercise program because, you know, carbohydrates fuel your body and, you know, that's what's going to help you exercise. You just need to monitor your overall calories and obviously have healthy carbohydrates, unprocessed carbs, not pizza dough, not pasta, um, not too much uh, processed stuff like that what i try and tell people the general rule of thumb is if something is grown or lived on the land then you can eat it so that's a lot of raw ingredients it's it's fish it's meat uh, there's vegetables if anything's grown on the earth so carb sources can be oats or rice and potatoes pasta isn't the end of the world yes but i just try and tell people to stay away from refined stuff because you never know what uh what companies will put in it in their factories. The funny thing with, with bread as well, if you look at bread in a supermarket, even a Hovis, it has about 20 ingredients. Another rule of thumb is if you can't, if you can't pronounce an ingredient, don't eat it. Yeah, a Hovis might have 20 ingredients, but bread since the beginning of time has four ingredients, which is, oh, I'll put myself on the spot here. Water, flour, yeast, and salt. There we go. The bread should have four ingredients, water, flour, yeast, and salt. Since bloody Jesus Christ times, that's what bread's been made of. And now there's loads of loads of uh, preservatives and additives and crap in there, um, which, which can't be doing your body any good. Another funny thing is, obviously, all these additives make it last longer on the shelf. They make it stay a certain color. They blah, 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 blah. Real food goes off a lot quicker than supermarket food. <laughs> like, like ba ba baker's bread will go, will go hard probably in a day or two. And like grocers, green grocers, vegetables go off pretty quickly. I'm here. There's a lot of people in Hungary who uh, who have their own gardens and they have their own fruit and stuff. And once you pick that fruit off the tree, it is going to be going off within a day, ma maximum two days, because that's how quickly real food um, goes off. And what's the word? I forgot the word. Also, it's silly hot here, so obviously things 
things break down a lot quicker. But yeah, I remember you get fucking lemons that stay in the cupboards for like three months in England, and here you have lemons, and within a week, it's going to be green because that's what real fruit should do. It should biodegrade. That's the word. It should just start to biodegrade quicker. Um, where was I going now? What subject was I on? Can't remember. Just rambling on about how shit supermarket food is. I literally have no idea where I was going. Anyway, another thing I was going to say is how much equipment do you need to make some progress? Now, I think yesterday when I rambled on, I said that you don't need any equipment. If you are looking to drop some weight um, and you're not very active, you don't need anything. I've got tons of home bodyweight plans that guys make mad gains on. And uh, tons of people... You don't need any equipment. And even if you were to get some equipment, one kettlebell or one dumbbell would would work absolute wonders. If you go on Google and you type in kettlebell workout, there's going to be literally millions. Um, and it's not it's not the the knowledge of doing it, it's the motivation to actually drag yourself off this off the sofa at eight PM after a hard day's work. That's another reason why you should work out before, because I mean all your energy is gone, all your concentration is gone. Um and uh and yeah, that's why you should do workout in the mornings. So yeah, I had a guy, I had a guy, I'm not sure if he listens to this, Graham client who, who, who's training up in the Orkney Islands, which are the islands off the north of Scotland. Um, and he said that, uh, look, I'm in lockdown, mate. I've got a chin-up bar, a dip bar. I've got a 20 kilo dumbbell. What can you do for me? I was like, buddy, the world is our oyster. We can do absolutely shit tons of that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think we did two runs a week. One bodyweight workout and two two weight weight workouts with the dumbbell and with the boy he had. And he made mad gains. Go on my website. I think he lost like 11, 12 kilos over his... Uh, I think he trained with me for about four months. Um, but yeah, he made some mad gains. All he had was a, was a dumbbell and his bodyweight. So it's definitely, definitely possible. Oh yes, last topic I was going to talk about was booze. Booze is part of the rugby culture. I'm assuming you enjoy a sip of beer if you're listening to this. Um, and uh, I want to tell you that it's okay. You can do that. There are times to do that. Um, but here's a, here's a quick fact for you. The average pint will have 200 calories in it. So if you're on a Saturday night, you're having 10 pints after your game, plus a takeaway, plus yada, 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 you could easily be having 4,000 plus calories in that Saturday night, which as you know, is two days worth of calories. Um, so I'm a party pooper. I, people tell me I ruin their, I ruin their drinking and I ruin their fun. But uh, what they, what they see as fun is actually what's keeping them in their, in their negative state and to keeping them with their belly and with their man boobs. And if they cut that one thing out, they are going to be a lot happier with themselves. So I don't feel bad. I used to feel bad changing people's minds and being a party pooper, but um, it's literally my job. And I like telling guys that, look, you can go out. In fact, this is going to be the perfect example. I'm going to tell you how you can still go out and enjoy yourself and be one of the lads um, and still stay on track with your goals. So same example, 10 pints, 2000 calories, um, a neat mixer, like a vodka, or tequila or a whiskey is has about 40 to 50 calories in it across the board um it's obviously the same units as a pint so it's going to get you just as drunk uh so vodka diet coke vodka soda lime whatever is going to be zero calories in the mixer and it's going to be 50 calories in the drink so with 10 vodka soda limes um and that's fresh lime not cordial um, then that is going to be about four or 500 calories rather than 2000, which as you know, is probably just like a, a light meal. So you can either 
have a whole day's worth of calories and go out and still be drunk and still have fun with your friends. Or you can have an extra meal's worth of calories and still go out and be drunk and have fun with your friends. Um, everyone switches on to shorts after after three or four drinks anyway. Everyone has G&Ts. You can't, not, not that you can't, but, but not many people I know will drink pints all night. Um, and you can just be the leader. You can just start on shorts. I know they will give you a bit of grief. Oh, what are you on that for? You poof. I've been there a million times. Um, but, uh, but, but, but you can take the abuse one time because you're going to lose a stone in two, three weeks just by changing your, your, what beverage you are drinking. Um, and it literally is that simple. Um, you also need, can look at yourself and tell yourself why you are drinking that much and is it actually what, what, what is that giving you? Again, I'm talking like a real party people here, but what, what is being so mashed out of your mind that you can't remember anything and you have a whole shit Saturday and the work is terrible on Monday. What is that doing to your life? Is it really necessary? That's what I started asking myself a few years ago. Do I need to be blammo, blackout drunk? People know me, drunk Reg. I, I, I would, it's not a night out unless you can't remember going home and it's really quite a dangerous thing to do to yourself. <clears throat> um, and I just, I just, I just stopped drinking like that. I mean, occasionally it happens, but I never go out with the intent to be absolutely plastered out of my face. It's just not, it's just not a want of mine anymore. Uh, it does still happen, but it's just not something that I crave because like I said, I don't, I don't value that as much anymore. My whole Sunday's ruined. Most of my Monday's ruined and it's just not that important to me. But, um, but if it is to you, then do what the fuck you want to do. But if you are looking to drop weight, and you think 10 plus pints a weekend is something that you can just swap for a mixer, not cut out, just swap for a mixer, then uh, you should definitely consider it. Uh, and even for the non-rugby players, you could be going out Friday and Saturday and a few beers Sunday, and, and it totally ruins, your, totally ruins your dieting week. There's so many people that do a work week diet Monday to Friday afternoon, and then literally they just forget that they care that, about their, their body. And uh, they might slave in the gym for two hours every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and, and literally restrict their food like mad. Oh, my laptop's going to die. Restrict their food like mad. But then uh, come Friday, they're having a pizza and a burger and a fry up every single meal and 10 pints a day. It's ludicrous to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand why people don't think that weekend calories count. It's like you wouldn't have 10 chocolate bars and, and still think you're on track with your, with your weight loss. I just don't, I just don't get it. But hey, that's your mindset. That's what you want to do. But if you're listening to this, I'm sure that you care about being healthy. Uh, back in my strongman days when I was trying to cut weight, yes, for about six to eight weeks before a competition, I would not drink. And yes, I'd get some stick taken out, some mick taken out of me, yada, 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 whatever. Um, but generally, if I if I wasn't training or didn't care about how I look, yeah, I'd have 10 pints and I'd fuck it. If I don't care, I don't care. If I had a holiday or something, I would, I would have a beer, a beer with the boys. And then... Um, switch on to a, a JD in Diet Coke I liked or a vodka soda lime, those those low calorie drinks. Um, the annoying thing is obviously in that drink there's only like 250 milliliters whereas everyone else has got a pint and you're finished like after five minutes and they all take about 20 minutes. But uh, that's the only downfall because obviously you are still going to make progress towards your fitness goals because you're not having too many calories but you're still having fun with the fucking boys. Um, but yeah, that was all the points I talked about yesterday. It was a lot more fun. It was a lot more putting me on the spot and I had a lot more random jokes yesterday. But uh, hey-ho, technology fails you and what can you do? 
Um, it's a Friday now. I haven't released a podcast on a Friday, but uh, hopefully people still listen to it. We'll see if it gets any any downloads. Maybe pass another thousand downloads in the next week. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, I'm going to press close. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to go fucking berserk again. And I'm probably going to quit this podcast show and never do it ever again. But hopefully it works. And um, and I'll upload it. And you can listen to it. And have some bants. And maybe I've changed your mind on having those 10 pints at the weekend. And you're going to have 10 vodka soda limes. And you're still going to be losing weight come Sunday. Right. Much love. Any questions, message me. Email me. RegansRugby at gmail.com. Find me on the gram at Regan underscore underscore Phillips or add me on Facebook. Most of my stuff's on Facebook. Add me on Facebook. We can be Facebook friends. Ooh, just search Regan Phillips and the douchey guy with the Reebok top is going to be me. All right, guys, much love. Any questions, get in touch. Peace out.